Welcome back to Late Night London, everyone. Chris Rainey here, as always, and joined by my partners in crime. Wow, G, Lodge Hughes. Today's guest is a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist. We're joined by Chris Shane. Yeah, we're here, we're lit. We, we, we're grateful, giving thanks, you know. How you been holding up during the, the lockdown? Okay, you know what? I'm going to be honest. At first, I was like, eh, it's all right, cool, cool. But then, as the year progressed down, it was like, shit, okay. I got two shows canceled for me. <laughs> I was like, damn, I don't know. I think in terms of like, from a mindset point of view, I haven't let it really like affected me, but I feel like on a financial aspect of it, it started kind of digging down into my pocket. I was like, shit, okay. That show got canceled. Another show overseas got canceled for me. And I was like, damn, just because of the whole COVID thing. But I think if I should just give an overall outlook on it, I mean, I've still been just kind of steady down grinding, focusing on like creating more content and kind of planning, putting into prospect what what's my next move um, will be for crocheting, you know what I mean? So, you know, I think it's just the attitude of how you approach it, well, ultimately, you know yeah. what I mean? But, yeah, it's kind of been a bit like 50-50. But what, what, um, what did made you decide to move to the UK, by the way? So, okay. Um, it was a decision between my mom and my aunt in LA, but she's like my second mom. And it was like in 2011, when I graduated from high school, and it was like, one, I wanted to do music, obviously, but the type of music that I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it wasn't going to happen in Jamaica for me. So the decision was, was being made between my aunt, my second mom, and my mom at the time, like, where should we bring Krish? Should we take him over to the States or to the UK? And then it was kind of like, okay, well, my mom having her way, so we're going to take him over to the UK. And then it was literally like me coming up here and then it was like, boom, there's company, production company that I'm, that, um, that's representing me now um, spotted my talent and was like, look, immediately we started making the connection and started talking. They started kind of showing me around, like carrying me around to the studios to kind of get into that whole industry thing on that level started working with different writers and stuff like that and it was all new for me so i had a bit a little bit of cold feet here and there you know cracking on the vocal <laughs> when i'm recording but it was all good part of the learning process and then <laughs> eventually i started building networking networking then yeah i think it was like 2014 like i got signed to atlantic records when i was properly in the industry and then yeah from there it was just like just kind of working and just going through the journey in itself you know what i mean so yeah it was yeah pretty much in that sense i don't know how it would have been if i was in america but yeah <laughs> so when did you when do you realize that you had this this talent this ability well, good question good question you know um, it was at the age of six yeah. Yeah, it was at the age of six where <laughs> I was very back. No, actually let me go in stages because at oh. first I wanted to be a fireman, then I wanted to be a pastor, then I wanted to be 
a, a superhero. I don't know where that came from in my head, but I was convinced I was going to be a superhero. And then after that, I think it was just like at age six, I started writing, like learning to write, put lyrics. I write. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I couldn't even read or write. Right man's writing lyrics at six. Yeah, but I was writing road with toad. I was just trying to rhyme stuff. So you was basically writing poetry, but ready to sing it. Yeah, yeah. It was road, toad, all that stuff. And I was like, boom, boom. Singing and all that. It's from there, I kind of had that realization of like, I like doing music, but it wasn't until age 11 where... I was very sure about myself, 100%. Like, yeah, this is what I like. Like, I love music. And I, I wrote my first proper song. That's Lyrically crazy. Called I Love You. Cliche, in it? But, yeah. And, and how did that song go? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the chorus going like this. I love you. And that's it. I can't remember. <laughs> Straight to the point, no? Straight to the point. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, sure. that's the chorus that I remember. I love you. But the other rest of it, I can't remember. It's been a long time, so. <laughs> I had that paper thrown somewhere. So I don't know. It's been a long while. Where did, where did you get the title, The um, Melodic Bird? I heard okay. That. So that was given to me back in, when I was in prep school. And I was within the choir. So my music teacher, he realized that I had a tendency to be like humming stuff. Like if he strikes a chord on the piano, I'll start humming. Something like that. And I'll be doing this for like hours nonstop, just coming up with different melodies. So he was like, you, you, you're just bubbling away as if you're some bird or something. And then my PE teacher came in and said, yeah, he's the melodic bird. And I think from there, the whole choir went with that. And it just kind of got stuck to me. And I was like, yeah, the melodic bird kind of thing. And pretty from good, here, it? it was like, when I'm singing, I'd very, like, I had a very high-pitched voice. Very high-pitched voice. And instead of doing falsetto, I literally attack it in chest voice. So <laughs> it was like, yeah, it kind of makes it that, yeah, it's definitely the melodic bird. And, you know, it just stuck with me from there to high school. And then, yeah, the whole thing like that so anything that I'm doing I've always kind of had that whole tendency to be like very melodic and colorful in my approach when I'm doing music is now I mean so yeah that's how it came about yeah well, it seems like you're colourful in life as well, because you were talking about the clothing earlier, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 what's it? The pineapple, pineapple camo. Pineapple camo. Is it royalty that we're talking? Is it? Is no. Pineapple camo is basically, because I was like, look, this is a statement. So you have the, the normal um, camo fashion that you know of, right? Yeah. And I was like, here what? I think it was what? I was in my bedroom in 2018 actually when i came up with the whole concept and i was like you know what the thing about me and my persona is that look i'm a very warm person like i can't deal with the cold first and foremost <laughs> why did you come here why you come to the uk, to, the UK? <laughs> well, to my mom i said you know what? you should have let my aunt take me to the states because it was <laughs> really warm in, in in la or florida you know what i mean but Anyway, she always has her own way, innit? But, is, that, is that why you, you know, got a hoodie on? Is that why you're wearing a hoodie indoors? Is that why? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's the fashion statement, you know what I mean? But the whole idea came about and I said, you know what? I want to kind of create something that's going to be an extension of me, but at the same time, 
still have that um what would say kind of relaxed lifestyle brand it's like a lifestyle relaxed brand and i was like you know what camo has been a very well as far as i can remember um like a cultural fashion statement and across all um aspects of life so i was like you know what i want to show my rendition of camo you know mm. what i mean and i always felt like the pineapple because i don't know if you i don't know if you'll be able to see it but on the pineapple there's like hold on wait wait on the pineapple there's like six wings oh yeah. okay i get it now look at that detail bro. jeez and the pineapple there's like six wings so each of them represent a certain theme you know what i mean and Heck. For me, I always believe that all of these come together and make the whole package together. And then obviously the camo style, I just decided that I want it to go with earth driven colors, you know, the gold, which is within the earth. And for me, I was like, as a, as a, as a king, as a, as a guy of melanin, he's got gold in his skin. Jeez. I was like, I mean, I have to represent. Preach. And just Preach. Gold Preach. With, the, with, the, with the burgundy and that nice cream nice blend color this so i was like yeah that's me living like royalty <laughs> i got the whole royalty you know i love that love it, so, love it. Um, and i feel like that's what i want people to feel when they wear the clothing you know what i mean it's like everyone got a little bit of gold in their in their system a lot of people don't know that but you got a little bit of gold in your system so it's almost like me kind of being putting on this as an extension of it kind of thing so yeah and at the same time it should be accessible not only for me but for every person you know what i mean you want i want to see like evil what's his name boris johnson walking down his that would be that would be wicked it'll go with his hair yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean because that's what that's what it's about and that's my vision for it so you know hopefully once i have the launch date official officially sit and stuff like that then yeah. everyone over here will resonate with you because i've already got some few um orders for the states already so I was like, okay, yeah well, that's a good feedback and it's, it's looking good so far so i was like all right cool let's see what the uk is saying Get yeah I, I, I love that because a lot of people like start their own brands but there's no real why there's no like purpose or story or like you can see your energy and your passion that you put into yeah. it it's not you, you're not just like oh let me just launch a clothing brand like which yeah, lots of people I, yeah. Do. for me because i'm very what's the word i'm very emotionally attached to things in it so <laughs> it's like whatever i'm doing i have to there has to be a reason for it you know i mean I've, I've always loved to do things from from a purpose point of view like there has to be some sort of substance in terms of a, a message that i'm trying to bring yeah you know so I mean? of course um we appreciate the discount on it as well that you're giving us so i just <laughs> want to say thank you for that you... <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i mean no it's not bad no the price is pretty flexible still uh, it's not bad but we'll get back to that <laughs> What what was it what was it like growing up in the limelight with your dad and in the spotlight? You know, with obviously it, music's in I, your blood. I'm gonna give you a surprise. I did not grow up in the limelight with my dad. Okay. It was more like okay, so I was more, I was very like, wow, what's the word? Like, damn, I was very like shy and introverted and just behind the curtain because I didn't re I didn't grow up with my dad. Okay. So I, I grew up around my mom's side of family. It was all female figures and stuff. But it was more like 
whenever on like holidays and stuff like that, I'll time with uh my dad for like a couple of weeks and stuff like that. And I'll see his life. I get it. I understand it. And he realized that I I I, I want to sing. You know what I mean? But him trying to get me into it, how he used to approach it, was, it didn't really resonate with me because he's very strict. You know what I mean? Very strict. And as an old school head, it's like, I can't show no shyness or else it'd be like, boy. You know I mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Real, that's the real Jamaican way. That's real. Stand up. Straight. Go. Yeah. Exactly. Do your thing. Yeah. You can't really. Everyone. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was literally like, I was literally like, I didn't really resonate with that because I started getting a bit timid, didn't it? I was like, I can't, I don't feel like I can be comfortable expressing myself like that. So I think it was more like, as a, as a dad, you know, dad being dad, you know what I mean? But from a musical point of view, it was more like, yeah, I see him doing his thing and all of that stuff. But I was the shy person behind the curtains. I don't want to do, I don't want to get involved because it's like how he approached it was a bit strict for me. It wasn't until like, but later down, as I got older, it was more like me starting to get more into my confidence and stuff like that. And then coming over to the UK, just doing my own thing. And he saw that I wanted to do my own thing. You know what I mean? Just not really saying, oh, riding on, on his wave and or his legacy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just it was more like that. He wasn't happy at first because he thought I was just trying to disown the whole VP thing. I'm like, bro, I'm leaving at the end of the day. You're my dad. <laughs> the blood's there the legacy's there i want to do my own thing yeah yeah you know what i mean there's nothing wrong with me wanting to do my own thing eventually just kind of got it and just kind of humbled himself and like, okay so no problem yeah kind of did did you that know? did that influence your artist name then because you wanted to be out go out on your own and be known for your own so my name my artist name was given to me by my second mom when i was born okay okay so that was already set there like my birth name I mean, you can Wikipedia, but my birth name is Saint Aubin Antonio Levy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's it's literally like that name was like yeah by my mom. My mom comes with some out of this world name. Out of this world name, but yeah, big up to mom. And um, my my second mom gave me the name Christine because she got it from a vision, and she was telling it to me okay. like she got it in a vision, seen it written in stars. I thought she was capping. <laughs> she was like, yo, I'm serious. Wow. And I'm like, okay. So I like the name, but it wasn't until I was age 11 that I realized that my actual name, that the name they gave me at that time was Shane. But before they were calling me Shane, just Shane. Mm. Uh-huh. And they was like, oh, Chris, your actual, the actual pet name that you was given is Shane, not Shane. I was like, wow. I felt like my life was a lie. All of those <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah, from ever since I started getting obsessed with that, and I was like, yeah, any, everybody call me Christian. Don't call me by my birthday. Don't call me Shane. Just say Christian or Chris. That. And yeah, from there, just kind of use that as my artist name. Christian. Yeah. What What was, uh, obviously you said your dad was strict though, but what were the lessons that you, you learned from him or watching him that help, just helped you okay. in, in your career? One, one, as a as a person of discipline, like in terms of being um, business minded, I've learned that a lot. He's a very clever business minded person. Like, very, very clever. Um, his strict ways in terms of like being at that, I just feel like because of how he was raised and yeah, what yeah. stuff like that. In terms of, you know, if I make a mistake, <laughs> I don't know if I make a mistake, you probably the way how he'd react. He's like, boy, he's like every boy. 
And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't resonate with that. But it's like, I get it. Not, it's not like all the time he wants to like backhand you or anything. But did, did he, he ever send you for the switch? Did he send you for the switch? No, he wouldn't send me for the switch because my, my mom said a prayer because I was very rude and mischievous. And out in everything that I do, if I get into into the worstest of trouble. I always beg them not to let my dad hear. I know about it. It's my, my mom's side of family, like my grandma, my aunt, you know, they would go for like the switch, go for the belt. I used to get some licks out of everything. <laughs> wait, 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 before you go on, for, for those that don't know, and maybe Chris, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't know, if you don't know what setting for the switch is, especially when I used to go, I'm from St. Vincent, especially when I was in the Caribbean, it's like it's it's like a, a, a long like uh, what is it? It's like a twig, a branch off a tree. Yeah, branch, yeah. And right, the first time my granddad sent me for the switch, I got a beating because I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> and then I went and and then I went and got it, and then he cleaned it off, and then yeah, I got a beating as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got beaten out of all sorts of things like <laughs> electric wire. Oh, I got, oh curtain, you got a curtain wire. Huh? I got the curtain wire. Oh, you got the curtain wire? Yeah, yeah I got that as well. <laughs> and it was it got to a point where they were like, you know what? Because I was I'm not gonna lie, I was very mischievous. I was rude. I was getting into trouble and shit. Like, damn, it was it was it, it got real. Like they used to call me the devil in my community. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I enjoyed my childhood days. Like I I tell everyone this. I would relive it a thousand times. I was given the amount of trouble I was given. Oh my god. Everyone was scared of me in the community. As soon as they see me passing, they're like, look at this chubby little devil. Jeez. <laughs> oh, on a on a nicer note from your um from your dad, what's your favorite song of his? Breathe on it. Few favorite ones. That's a hard question. You, you can give us a couple, but like right. I want that one, that one though. Have that's, you got that one? That's hard. Because I know Vice, you. Vicey Versi Love. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Vicey Versi Love. Yeah, definitely Vicey Versi Love. Like that one stands out differently as a ballad. Hmm. Like he really sang his vocals out. Like for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. t- for you or or just for you is is in your opinion. <laughs> no, like I feel like I feel like it's it's the obvious thing. Like he sang his vocals out. I've, I've never heard any other song where he really sang his vocals out. Like whoa, like whoa. You know mm. what I mean? Vice versa, love. Like it was. It's such a naked record as well. As in, lit, not freak, not literally. Very like honest, stripped back record like he just got to really showcase his vocal capabilities and as he oh they call him the canary um, the canary bird yeah well. so yeah, yeah it's like the melodic bird the, can- the singing canary and stuff like that but yeah it's that's my favorite i would definitely find that one out as my favorite all right so, so what i was going to say is this is a personal one i need to know because i know your songs are always talking about like good loving loving and you said you're you're straight to the point, but I need to know: European <laughs> or Caribbean girls? Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, you know, I love I love my Caribbean girls still. You know. <laughs> Go yeah, g- g- give yeah, us give us one reason why. 
I think you know what I tell you. I'm gonna be honest. It's it's that home feeling. You know what I mean? It is. I don't know if anyone else will get that with their own like type of people, but it's that home feeling. Like, like I mean, every girl is amazing. It. I mean, I've tried them all anyway. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like it's it's a certain feeling like with with Caribbean is like home kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's my that's me like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. thought he was gonna say the the rudeness and the attitude is cute. It's just something different. I don't know. I mean, I've never. You know what? Okay. Don't don't bash me for this. I've never. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna come out the wrong way. Just let it flow. Come let on, it flow, bro. I've never been with a Caucasian, like or like yeah, or like oh, a white girl. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> I said hey, it for you. You never sampled the salt. I see. It's always been like you know, black girl. Yeah, but that's I your mean. preference. You're allowed to have your preference. Yeah, my 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 own queen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You're Everyone's got preference. their preference, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris is there with you. I'm with you, bro. Oh, for real. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm, with you, bro. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, with your with your songwriting, let's go. Let's go out to your music. With your songwriting, what is the best part for you? The process or the product in the end? Because I know you've done some good songwriting. The process, because what happened is like I go for a, it's like I have a team with me that go for a system. So, the finishing product, I normally would just leave it with my team because, oh, like. I've, I trust their judgment in terms of getting the product to a finish and in the buff diamond stage. Now I mean, but during the whole process of making it, that's my favorite part because that's when you see the hyperactive crescent comes out. Like I'd be throwing ideas and overwhelming the producer, and it's like, ah, chill, calm down, Frizzola. <laughs> like, but it's a vibe, you know what I mean? I'll just be beatboxing ideas and kind of start like riff, riff ideas on my laptop and just be like, yo. Check out this little idea again. Like, I feel like I want to turn this into a song, and the whole process will kind of build from there. So it's very natural and organic. Sometimes I'll have like um, writers come in, and then we collab on lyric into. Because I always believe that you know what, um, having five percent of something amazing is better than having a hundred percent of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So of course. Um, I always look at it like just whatever makes the quality better, definitely. Okay, so what's your what's your favorite rhythm to ride over? Favorite rhythm? Well, as in like, if I hear it now. Yeah. Any rhythm, Stella like any rhythm. Ooh, Elephant okay. rhythm. I mean, I have, have to find it. Called, there's this one is it's an old school rhythm called the answer rhythm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I've just because you know, oh, it's funny because the reason why, because growing up around my dad, like he be having like roses Sunday, that it's like a event they keep on the weekend or on the Friday. And they'll have people come over and just be around the sound system freestanding and they'd be playing that rhythm around. Like in every Reggae sound system or dancehall sound system you go through and they freestyling, that rhythm has to pull up. Facts. 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 Doom, 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 doom
But um, yeah, apart yeah, that one and I definitely love the um what's that reading again? Oh yeah, yeah. The ring ding ding ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a big rhythm. That's just a yeah, I love that one. I love that one. Sick. That so, big... Yeah, that would be my two favorite. <laughs> That's mad. What? What's the so, uh like a your an artist that you most like to collaborate with? I've been saying this for like four years now. Like, I definitely want to collab with like uh, Pharrell Williams. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, you got you both. That sound nice, you know. That was sound sound nice. Yeah, I definitely want to collab with Pharrell Williams because you know what? It's like. It's crazy because I don't know he his way of making dealing with music and all that stuff. It's always been like you know what this guy's been bitten by a vampire. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Physical outlook and his musicality because he will do. I mean, let's be honest, like happy, right? Yeah. yeah. He's mastered it to the level where it's like everyone across the world. I mean, pretty much everyone across the world shouldn't hear about it and know it. You know what I mean? And I always looked at it like. For me, I was like, you know what? That song should have been a cheeky song, you know, like a cheesy, cheesy song. Yeah, you know? yeah, mm. yeah. But right, it popped it's off. It's really kind of garnered in a. It's kind of gotten to a, a a little bracket here where it's like, it's cool, like yeah. and it's cheesy. It's cheesy, but it's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Like it's, the thing about it, it's still che- It's still stayed cheesy, but and, it, and it's from the movie. Everybody mo- just from, loved uh, it. The movie, innit? Minions. The the movie, yeah. yeah, there was enough. Movie, That's what I'm saying. But there was a couple. I saw there was a couple of movies that it was in. Though he he's produced the soundtrack for every Minions movie. So oh. Minions and Despicable Me. He yeah. does all the soundtracks for all of those. So I, my daughter watches it. So every time uh, I watch Despicable Me 1, 2 or Minions, mm. I just hear Bear Pharrell. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, it's just popping off. Throughout the whole movie. He's, and he he's always a, keeps on point, man. He's impressive. He, he has been bitten by, by a vampire. 100%. 100%. Literally. Like, I always, always wonder, like, what is the secret to, to stay? So, you know, because I was like, okay, I get the whole black dog crack thing, but it must be something to do with it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man, it's mad because he hasn't even I aged. I an interview and he said something about wash your face with cold water and um, what's that word? Um, exfoliate like a madman. Yeah, yeah, because you so, get rid of all the dead skin and all the imperfections. Yeah, but he that's but I think but he's, he's, he's seventy two and he <laughs> looks like <laughs> seventy two. You dickhead, <laughs> seventy two. <laughs> also, your collaboration will be a madness because of the fashion as well, right? I think you have similar yeah, fashion yeah, tastes. Yeah, fashion wise as well. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we both have similarities in terms yeah. of like that look. So I think like I'm not gonna lie, still, it'd be, it'd be a legendary one. Yeah, yeah legendary Bro, one. I'm not gonna lie. Bro, and the clips or something like that. That would be mad. What was his um what, what was his group called again, man? What, nerd. Neptune's nerd. Neptune's, isn't it? Oh bro. Yeah, Neptune's nerd. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's genius. We gotta make this happen, man. We gotta make this happen. Exactly. Make it happen for my ears, man. My ears need need yeah, it. My ears. My ears. I've, been to, I've been trying to be like, yo, for real, if you hear me, come on, let's let's make this happen. Cause you know, like, bruh, I feel like it's down to you guys now to make it happen. <laughs> no, it's up to us. No, yeah. no, no. It's up to us because obviously the discount that he was talking about before, it's not. <laughs> yeah, hear me. So. I mean, this guy is fine. It's cool. Yeah, we're gonna start the discount. We'll check that later. We'll deal with that later. He's only joking. He's only joking. He's only joking. Yeah, yeah. What does what does your typical day look like, man? All right. Um, 
since okay before before COVID, lockdown yeah yeah <laughs> so before covid it was literally like studio and i was traveling in and out the country as well so it was like yeah like that studio in home then if i'd be traveling outside the country to do writing projects for other artists and stuff like that on stuff for my projects for myself as well and then come back in working on more music home if i ain't got nothing to do i kind of chillax meditate and kind of do um historic and um, researching and stuff like that because yeah i'm a i like to study history a lot and the sciences as well so i tend to do that when i really ain't got nothing to do use my time to sick yeah um apart from that it's like that full circle after um covid damn it's been like more home so i have to like <laughs> try and <laughs> keep myself in the studio but at the same time like having my show cancelled it's been a kicking the yeah you know what i mean and i've kind of like at the same time again knowing myself from i was in jamaica coming up i've always find ways to make myself occupied and resourceful you know so meeting up with some of my family members we started kind of discussing businesses and ideas and we start started implementing them so that started kind of keeping me busy you know i was like you know what cool i'm gonna be the next jay-z <laughs> <laughs> multiple things going on so i was like boom but covid as well it taught me a lot as well because i was like you know what even though i'm a, a music artist and all that at the same time with this current um timeline right now anything can change yeah man you gotta have <laughs> you flex know, you gotta have a like, broad portfolio you gotta be have flexibility yeah and i feel like it's only right that for me i have two legs two arms and i'm healthy and i'm active and i'm going about so utilize them get busy you know hold <laughs> a situation kind of um say okay put a, put a limiter on your your whole vision and all of that stuff like there's many other things that you, I, i can establish you know my, my, my um for example like my art pieces and all of that stuff because i do visual arts as well yeah so, okay lots of people don't know that but yeah I do visual arts so i started kind of like looking into how i can sell my art pieces to in different outlets and stuff Sick. so yeah different things and then working on a, a fashion like apart from this one yeah. me and my, my cousin my family member we started working on this in fashion brand coming out called catch me if you can fashion and that kind of went it's like a full big scale launch you know what i mean we kind of get the whole thing done the press media everything the factory all of that stuff and that's been like that that one has kind of had me up at night like emailing international people and all of that stuff and i was like shit it's a whole new experience so at the same time i'm happy that you know kind of putting myself into that situation to keep myself busy and keep myself focused kind of get my brain cells going again if i'm not in the studio and all of that stuff then i'll be there's constantly other things doing and i also have another brand jesus oh, man how, how bro what's going on how much what well, do you when do you sleep yeah yeah <laughs> and like all this discount that we're getting is crazy all these brands as well. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the sleeping i normally get like four hours four sleep. that's it five hours yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie man my sleeping pattern is very rubbish like yeah 
You're not a game. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you're a gamer as well. You game? I know. I don't game. You ain't got time for gaming, bro. It sounds like you ain't got no time. No, man. Lockdown in the wicked in the bed. Don't game. I have nations to own. I I can't. There you go. Yeah. So and through my mind, like I have a tendency to be like constantly think. Constantly think. Can't like stay still. So try and channel all of that into just something productive. You know what I mean? And yeah, I have another brand called Guapo. Um, is that so for the Gallium? So me and my, my my bro from Jamaica and his his um, um university um, friend, we started it last year during the pandemic, which is very interesting. What's that line? Is that the female line though? Because I heard Wobble, so I'm just thinking. No, Wobble. A B L E. So um, we we actually the first actual idea for it was from a food aspect point of view, but um, it was a madness with with me, my bro, and the restaurant because we was using a restaurant to get the whole thing popping and get the food out kind of thing, but. It, Little bit of madness went on with me and the and the, the owner of the restaurant, and I was like, "What? Yeah, slide to the left." And then <laughs> we had to kind of like, "Okay, let's go to plan B." Yeah, no pun intended, but um, it was literally like from there we kind of started thinking like, "Okay, we need to try and do something another physical aspect of the business," but. That ended up being too much, and it was like, okay, let's let's focus on getting an app going. So we started getting the developers in. We started spending a bunch of money in there to get the app done, and then in the end, that was the next madness. <laughs> Pure <laughs> madness. Did you got a lot going on, bro? It's crazy, crazy as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a, it was a lot. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of money kind of went. I I know, bro. When it, I, I've made them same. I built I built an app in the past as well and spent a lot of money and nothing ever happened from it. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, it was a bit of a madman. I'm not gonna lie. It's a learning experience, but eventually we still didn't give up. It was like, you know what? Who we can have this as a great story to tell once it's a multi-billion-dollar business. And yeah, and it was literally like. We just went online and said, look, we're going to make it into a marketplace before we can actually revisit this whole app thing and then hopefully in the future to go into restaurant. Yeah, bro. You know I mean? And yeah, basically what Wobble is, is a, is a business-to-business online marketplace. And for that, we also get people to sign on. And there's an affiliate program on there as well where people can make money by referring people to the website. You know, So we just launched off into the UK alone. So... You know, at the moment we're just in the infancy stage. Just building is that your... sorry? Is that connecting restaurants together? Is that what you're saying? No, not not, not just restaurant, but like businesses. But we're focusing on local business at the moment. Local right? business, okay. Yeah, because I feel like there needs to be a voice for local small. Yeah, they're struggling right now, man. That's less like local tiny business, and I feel like in its sense, like there needs to be more opportunities amongst those people. Like having a platform where there's multiple, like tons, like each day there's people can literally benefit and profit every every small business can benefit and profit from other businesses or other people that come across their, their business depending on where they are because there's a lot that kind of went into building that whole online platform and the website that like we have to kind of um, calibrate the whole um, location setting so if, depending on where someone is 
the location. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. On, then they, they're able to see what business is available to them, depending on what their interest is, if they're here, and food, um, like business services, like a fitness trainer, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. And it at the moment, yeah, we're just basically, again, it's in infant stage, so we start just building, just kind of adding more business to the place, kind of introduce businesses and stuff to it so yeah we definitely welcome people who's interested in the affiliate program side of it if you wanna if you know you have people that has local business it could be as small as here business whatever it is introduce it to them that you can sign up and all that stuff and you, they, you can literally make sick a profit make money just <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, it's good that you're getting on that i was wondering because you've got so much advice and experience already even though you're still quite young what advice would you give to upcoming artists Okay, wow, I'm so happy you asked that because wow, 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 wow. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you this like, I get ton loads of DMs from people every day. I talk, talking about advice I, they, they need from me about in terms of the music. You know what? Coming into the industry, I would definitely say this one, start learning the business aspects out of it. 100%. I feel like I know a lot of people would be like, that's a lot of work right now. And as an artist, you don't want to focus. They want to focus on being creative and all that. No. Prep your brain. At least get the knowledge from the business aspect of it. Because I learned that. And you know what? Even though I didn't use my dad as a guy, because I said I wanted to do my own thing. But I'm really happy that I've really went through the experiences to actually say, you know what? Um, it's very important to actually learn the business because I came into the industry and being told that, you know, as an artist, you don't want to be stressing yourself with the business aspect of things. You're, you're an artist, you should be focusing on the creative and all that. And I did just that. But there was times when things kind of went wobbly and shit hit the fan. I was like, shit, you know what? If I didn't use that kind of thing and I was like, you know what? Let me just start investing my time in learning along the way about the business, knowing how to read your contracts and all of that stuff. So even if you pay a lawyer to do it, you at least have some sense or even like yeah. the ability to know what to expect from a contract and know how to position yourself at least have a fighting chance and position yourself when you're doing a contractual agreement. Now, I mean, at the same time, in the rise of independent artists, now it's becoming more common than ever. I feel like now for artists, they should definitely start having a sort of pipeline to fund their stuff. Mm. because yeah i see what you're saying because most people are self-publishing through like spotify and through other platforms yeah. so you need and a revenue know, stream to help grow and put money into that to get yeah, it off the ground they've got no fallback exactly there's loads of um artists independent artists nowadays like in spotify alone right not even say spotify in the uk alone seventy thousand music get released a week seventy thousand um, records a week get released in the uk just in the uk wow yeah, and it kind of shows like how crazy, because nowadays anyone can be an artist. It's get a laptop, make beats and all that, so put some focus down and all that. So yeah, I'm an artist, cool. And it's really amazing that, yeah, with the rise of technology and social media, the, the playing field like has been leveled. So it's not a case where you have to go through a label kind of thing, but at the same time, the competition itself is really gotten very tighter now. You know what I mean? Because there's so many products out there. So you to cut through you have to at least have an infrastructure around you 
You know what I mean? And most people nowadays, I feel like they don't want to like go through the whole label stuff or someone wants to like work their thing and then later on get into a label situation. But in order for that now, even labels nowadays, they're struggling to break acts constantly. They're struggling now to break acts. So for, for them now, they have to be looking at what's popping, looking at what's popping. You know what I mean? And social media is doing that. They're looking to social media and see what's popping. They're looking on Spotify to see what's actually popping. You know what I mean? Radio now is relying on the digital DSPs a lot now, more than ever, to say, okay, let me see what's popping, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I think that's what I've been kind of like saying to these kids now coming up, saying, yo, look, at least start learning the business. And if you can, 100%, start working or find a way to create certain income to, to, to fund your stuff. You know what I mean? To power your stuff. You know what I mean? Because that's going to determine 100% in this atmosphere right now you getting to the top or getting into a position where in a strong position where you can be propelled to the next level i.e whether it be a label or you can license your stuff to a, a major label or stuff like that you know what i mean and you know getting sync opportunities you know what i mean because that's where the money is as well 100%. yeah <laughs> so on that point then educate everyone a little bit then because the way that you, the artists make money has also changed dramatically. What are the main yeah. revenue streams now that artists rely on? Um, the live aspect would definitely be where artists make most of their money from. Number, so the live live music performing. Yeah, live performance and going to venues and perform. But since the, the lockdown, it's been a mad thing. Um, <laughs> that has kind of been out of the way. So it's predominantly just um, royalties. You know what I mean? You mechanical rights and all of that stuff um depending on the level of artist you are now again a lot of people don't like to hear it but the industry has become a numbers game now you know what i mean it's become a numbers game and if you know you're doing certain level of numbers then cool you can definitely leave off royalties on that aspect you know what i mean but if you're an artist on that level where you have you, you, you haven't been hit those kind of numbers then it's more like, boom. And especially if you have a lot of responsibilities as well, you know what I mean? You kind of get a bit like, shit, okay. How does it work with Spotify? Do they like pay you quarterly, weekly? I've always been interested like how that works. So it's not only Spotify alone. Yeah, all of them. Oh, yeah, is there, is there, they work oh, yeah. the same? So in, in all of those royalties are collected in, by the PROs. Mm -hmm. So like PRS, PPL, yeah. stuff like that. And people normally get paid through PRS or PPL every quarter year. Quarterly? Every Quar every three yeah. months. Yeah, mm -hmm. every quarterly. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, depending again, like for, was it, for, for, for Spotify, I think a million streams would be averaging around four grand. Okay. Wow. So you uh -huh. need a million streams to make four thousand pounds. Yeah, every, every yeah. three months. That's, there was an article the other day saying that the top artists will barely make 50 k a year. Yeah, like on, and on. a lot of people don't realize that in terms of like, because you, oh. you're looking at it like, look, you, you you have to look at it, understand from this point of view, like if those artists are under a label, right? They're getting a tiny percentage <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, two percent. Most of the most of it. Most of it goes back to the label because I eat to write off their, their advance or any spending that they've done in 
developing the artists or putting out the music and all of that stuff plus profit you know what i mean and it's like it's like i always say to, to people like um, an advance from a, a music label is like a bank loan on steroids yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once you understand those things, it's more easy for you to kind of know how you want to position yourself. When don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with getting a contract from a record label, but it's the commitment behind it. Yeah, no, that's short. I love your advice, by the way. We didn't know the show was going to go this direction, but I think yeah. it's super important because you're right. They'll see that big number, but they don't yeah. realize that. <laughs> behind, yeah, 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 they get gassed off the big numbers and they don't realize the hard work that's behind it and what they have to pay back. Sacrifice. <laughs> and I've heard a lot of artists talk about um, wanting to, uh, as they grow and they want to kind of um, put stuff out there, they want, they've been producing a lot of bits and pieces and they feel that it's time to put it out there. The label has control on what they drop and what they release. And when, exactly. they, have, when they have a control on what they release, they could have released something ages ago that it's not even them anymore, but they release yeah. it, it blows up, it's really big. And they're like, but if you see what I'm sitting on right now, and the label's just like, all in due time, you did it in our studio, you used our producers, <laughs> you used our team, we, we drove you in our cars and, on our, and we flew you on our planes. So yeah. when we decide it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So that's why some artists are sitting there in, in the interviews and stuff thinking, I'm talking about a track that I did like seven years ago. And I'm sitting on I'm sitting on work that I did last week that I'm more in like um, interested in. Yeah, so. yeah, I, it it, got, it gets like that. That's why I always say to people like, remember, start studying and kind of. And most of that has to do with the fact that if you're not knowledgeable or if you're ignorant when it comes to the business aspects of things, because that's all it is. Like labels, people don't realize that you should break down the whole aspect of labels. Labels is just like banks, right? They're banks. So for them, they're looking at it like we don't care if you can sing like 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 what's your name beyonce or or whatever if we put this amount of money into you how are we sure we're going to make it back you know what i mean that's that's them or make it back plus 50 percent. make <laughs> it back plus 20 yeah. percent. Yeah. profit you know yeah, what I mean? exactly, so yeah. it's like if people start understanding and knowing that and knowing what a contract especially them big thick old contracts <laughs> i feel like once they know and they, they have the, the knowledge in themselves to know like, you know what, cool. If you want to make, for example, clause A, can you shorten that term? Clause B, I want my master back after a certain time period, then cool. Then you realize that, okay, the label, they'll be like, okay, cool. This person knows what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to prove that you're in that position because if you're already popping and you already have traction for yourself, you're already creating aim a leverage. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? You can even look at them and say, you know, I don't want to sign to you, but here what? I license my track to you, and you can use it for a period of time after that. My track about your business. <laughs> <laughs> they've set us up for a fool for years though they've been just showing us in all times all, all different places imagine how many things we log on to and we don't read the terms and conditions we just say yeah agree no. yeah agree yeah. and then you've That's got this thick contract <laughs> and there's a clause in there that basically says this is ours after a certain time are you happy with that yeah. and people are like oh look at the money all right yeah i'll sign and then when they're like all right cool can i get my track back no, that's ours. I mean, I'm not gonna lie still. I mean, I'm not gonna lie still. It's like I'm not gonna lie still. I <laughs> when I saw money on that scale and level, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm human, innit? I'm not carried away. So <laughs> I literally that's why I say I'm very happy. I mean, I, I haven't been in the industry in a long, long time for a long period of time, but 
for the, the amount the period of time I've been in there, I've actually learned so much. You know what I mean? Especially being around big players in the business. Yeah. Like big players in the business. And I learned I start, it's a whole different conversation with them. I hear like man them talking a certain way in the, the music industry, but I'm hearing those guys on those levels talking different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all levels. I was like, bro. I hear, I see you guys doing your thing and all that stuff, and but bro, trust me, them up there, they're talking different. <laughs> yeah, they're talking different. Do, do they still and, take a percentage of your live events? Or no, it's, yeah. yeah, now it's becoming a thing now. Yeah, it's becoming a thing now because labels now, this is their excuse. They, they never used to though, right? They never used to, so they no, were like, they yes, I'm saying, to. yeah. Physicals was being sold, like physical was being sold, and back then I think. But like from what like even my dad was saying as well, and him my in team being in veterans in the business, they was like, look, bro, back then we was making money. Like yeah. from a one record, making money from one album, please, bro, money. You can literally call in a saxophone player for ten grand easily, and don't worry about it. Because <laughs> you're making that much money. Yeah, they were making a lot of money, but they they, they say like since. The internet came in and all of these kind of music is so free accessible now everyone's just flipping through and it's like yeah the labels become very stingy so it's almost like 360 contracts now i heard that they want to make it the norm so that but for everyone listening that means they get a percentage of everything both everything uh did streaming physical events etc etc yeah from the live your all your 12 income streams Wow, because I know a lot of artists, they they don't they they all of the money for the in the past the events was all their peas like that's their money like mm. and their record label don't get a percentage of the live yeah, some, shows. Yeah, there's some some situations like that. Yeah, there's some situations like that. You know, and for me, I'll, that's what I say to people: educate yourself first, then you'll know that if if a contract is presented to you, depending on what is in the contract, you look at yourself and say, look, this is not going to be good for me. Like, bro, I need to know that I'm making money from this or kind of thing like i don't agree with that i don't feel like i want to be tired of in this for long or you know what i mean yeah so i think in itself like yeah it's becoming a norm now like having um labels taking percentage out of live event i think there was one instance i won't call any names where the live the live aspect the label was taking i think between i think about 5.7 percent mm-hmm. um five to seven percent out of of every live show for doing nothing bruh (laughs) (laughs) do you know what because i i hate you hear a lot of artists that that are signed to massive labels who always talk about that they're they're broke and you're like what do you mean you're broke (laughs) and like no this is this is why right they didn't but they probably didn't they're very naive here's the next kicker you do have artists in the label that's generating so much income and stuff and they're paying off like 20 other acts in that label, right? So oh, example, I see. Okay, they, they, they balanced it out. They balances yeah. it out. So they, the labels do it like that. They have a certain algorithm that they do. They have one act that will be like the breadwinner for the label. <laughs> and I think, okay, for example, let's take an obvious one. I don't really know what they, they, they're generating, but let's take an obvious one. Say people like Ed be, Sheeran. Okay, oh, Ed Sheeran, he's paying off everyone. now he's he's a globally successful artist and charting around the world right now in terms of the revenue i think there was someone on forbes saying 
think on Forbes they were saying that he's generating 200 million yeah pounds. i saw that something like that yeah you're right yeah and i was like okay cool now obviously with the label he's represented by and all of that that's good for them they're like all right cool mm. you pay off these other artists that ain't really generating money for the label and all of that stuff and it's fine you know what i mean so from, from ed sheeran's point of view he's like i'm cool <laughs> i'm generating money and all that stuff so i can build build my own record label and get my thing going so bro his, his dude dude he ain't got, he, his he ain't got tours crazy yeah his tours so 800 800 million dollars ed sheeran oh, damn that's just his <laughs> that's just his tour his tours oh his tours yeah exactly forbes, and, Ma forbes magazine 700 sorry 775 million dollars right yeah, that's getting insane, wrong calculations bro <laughs> that is crazy wow. dude yeah and it it it, it kind of gets very that's crazy like I to people like when you're on that level it's a different conversation yeah yeah it's a different conversation so for for ed sheeran like he can definitely give I mean, if somebody should give compliment about advice and stuff, he probably would have a different advice or outlook to give. You mm. know what I mean? But in terms of like the people that's that's like boom coming in and all of that stuff, I'm I'm not even on that level with Ed Sheeran. So it's like cool. My outlook of where I am, I'm like cool. I'm giving you an advice based on what I've seen for myself. You know what I mean? But being around big players and all that, and see how they carry themselves and see how they approach things, how they negotiate and all that stuff. Like, bro, <laughs> never do this. So for me, I'm learning as well, constantly just grabbing, learning, taking in things as it go along. So yeah, labels they're trying to just cram in on everything now because they're looking at it like they're losing money over the years since the internet came in and all of that. Yeah, stuff and, and they have to move their models, isn't it? Before, yeah. but listen, before we let you go, uh, knowledge has some uh, some questions, some important questions for you that he wanted to ask. Um, yeah, yeah. as well so you want to jump in knowledge yeah certainly uh, just some quick fire questions just chop it straight to the point so yeah. what's your top three seasoning I tell it's vital okay Wait a minute fresh seasoning as in powder seasoning or fresh seasoning oh shit yeah, yeah. specific bro uh, I'll let you have either either yeah either you can mix All them right. up. Um, so the first seasoning would be Scotch bunny pepper, um, um, the scallion and onion. Bam. The powdered season would be Maggie all purpose season, Maggie chicken season. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little, and I'm a little bit I like, um, yeah, I think, yeah, those are the two main ones. I don't really have a third one on the powdered season, but yeah. Is them two ones there, but in terms of like seasoning, I have a whole plethora of seasoning in my cabinet. So <laughs> plethora, <laughs> massive. Hey, knowledge, knowledge. You, you need to bring him on the show. We we got a show coming up that we'll get in contact with you on because you just came with the best seasoning selection that so we've had far. so far. You done, you done the best so far, definitely, definitely. Right, right, right man. Right, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, oxtail or curry goat. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yo, okay, can I give you a a a, 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 a shocker right now? Because I'm vegetarian at the moment. Oh, nice. But 
You've had them though. I'll be back to my meat. If I should choose, damn, that's a hard one. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Damn. <laughs> no, curry, wait. What can I? What would I eat? The, is there anything I would eat the curry goat and the oxtail with? Like, oh, you want the whole meal? You want the whole meal? I, okay, so if I should determine which one would go well with rice and peas. For me, Curry goat probably. It's definitely be the oxtail. Ah, exactly. I tried. I tried. Yes, oh yes. man. Yes. So your team oxtail, basically. Your that's, team what oxtail. We're, that's what we're going with. Because no, I love curry goat, but I feel like when it goes with the white rice, nice. But mm. with, the, with the oxtail and the rice and peas, bam. <laughs> Next level. Next level. Yeah. Okay. Breast or batty? <laughs> Are you a breast man? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't know. Ladies. <laughs> um, brains or beauty? Brains. I'm a sapiosexual. Oh, love okay. that, love that, love that. Okay. Okay. And um and drunk. Incapable. Dr- yeah, drunk, drunk and incapable. Or sober and capable. Sober and capable. I don't drink in it, so. <laughs> so how, wait, 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 wait. So how do you make that tune then? You know what's crazy, yeah? It's mad because people be thinking about like when I talk about drunk and capable. If you listen to the song, it's not talking about alcohol. I I I, I got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just referencing like yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what do you miss most about um Jamo about um J? Definitely the sunshine and the food. Because yeah. I'm a foodie in it, so it's like the lack yeah. of se- the lack of seasoning in the UK is affecting you. So when <laughs> lack of seasoning? Well, you know what? Yeah, because because of my family, mm. we never lack of that. Yeah. No. Well, so what's your favorite UK food? I'm not gonna say fish and chips because I don't like it. <laughs> and you can't, you can't, you can't say Caribbean shop because no, it, it yeah, might be in the UK, but it's not UK food. Um, I'll definitely say a nice Sunday roast. Sunday roast. Birmingham. Is that your Birmingham accent there? <laughs> you know, bro, it's better than Birmingham accent. I was laughing. Okay, yeah, we do it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when you say Sunday roast, have you ever been to um, Toby Carvery? Wait, say that again? Toby Carvery. It's like a Sunday oh. roast place. It's like one of the main oh, Sunday. Oh, no, I've never actually. I've, I, all, all, right. all my Sunday roast has been done at home, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means you're, that means you're lining because that's a Caribbean Sunday roast and it's a bit different to wait, a UK Wait, wait, food. wait. Does your, does your Sunday roast have rice? My Sunday roast? The, yeah. Do you have rice with the Sunday roast? Well, the British Sunday roast or the Caribbean Sunday roast? Oh. No, but, no, but regardless, either way, do you have rice with your Sunday roast? Well... If it's a British Sunday roast, uh, no, I wouldn't have rice. Okay, okay, cool. okay, okay. All right, okay. all right. That said it all. That, that was a qualifying I, question. I apologize. Yeah, I yeah, apologize. yeah, yeah. Because you know, because <laughs> a, a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the qualifying question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what's going on here now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but when if if we was to ever so one time we'll, we'll have to take you to um Toby Carvery when we're allowed to. But if we went to JA, what what would be a good food spot to go to? Well, one, it depends on where in J.A. you want to go. And don't say Kingston, please. No, I, I, I saw <laughs> you. Yeah, you're from Manchester, no? Yeah, Manchester, yeah, my place. But what so, about Georgetown? I mean, it's cool, it's all right. I'm from my own place, isn't it? 
<laughs> but no, so if you was to take us around, we're coming with you. So if you was to take us around, where would you take us for a food spot? Well, all right, cool. I'm going to say this. It depends on how long you're staying because if it's like, say, at least, if you're coming to Jamaica, you have to, you have to be spending at least three weeks. You know what I mean? Because here what? There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So the first place I feel like I'll definitely want to take you to is the KFC because that's the first standard where you want to try the KFC over, over in Jamaica because it licks you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> it's different, yeah? Yeah, facts. Is it different, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Different. Biscuit, biscuit seasoning. Like. But the biscuit part, the chicken. <laughs> yeah. Good <laughs> passion. Really <laughs> yeah, really. Man, bro, I'm telling you, like, evil, evil, evil. I was even in Birmingham. There was this girl saying to me, like, can I go to Jamaica? I was like, why? Because I want to try the KFC. I was like, bro, I feel like it's becoming a, a, a thing now, like, constant question. People saying, now, I want to Really? So it's definitely that first. After that, definitely work our way around on the streets. And try some jerk chicken, jerk pork. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. the jerk pork because I feel like they don't do that over here like that in the Caribbean shops over here. So nah. the jerk pork, you guys definitely have to do it because they eat jerk pork more than jerk chicken in Jamaica. Really? But the pork is different in Caribbean though. The pork is yeah, fresh out there. Yeah, the and stuff is different. It's yeah. more well, fresh, natural and organic stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like in that aspect here, yeah, the patty now, you go to take it to Juicy Beef, you try Juicy Beef patty and then Caribbean mothers you try mother's party, you know what I mean? They go yeah. different, like different, different outlets. But yeah, juicy beef and mothers, they are the two like proper main people when they come to party. You try out the party and see which one you can try. The cheese party, beef party, um, power party, side party. Pa- power? What's in the power party? So the power party has like it's like a um sandwich, like you have the tomato, cheese, lettuce, um, those kind of stuff in there. With the meats, oh, with the meats. With the beef. With, with the, the beef. With the beef. Okay, white. No. Are you in South? Are you in South? If I what? Are you in South? South London. Like where are you where where are you based now in London? I'm in East, innit? Are you in East Side? Okay, you're in yeah. East Side. You're in the home Because right, I was gonna say there's jerk hut. There's jerk hut in South East that do good um jerk pork. Um, oh real? Yeah, yeah, but I think it might yeah, be a bit far. We should have got you in the studio, man. We're in Greenwich, near Greenwich. Oh, you in Greenwich? Yeah, man. We grew up. I grew up like near Cannon Town, Stratford area. That's the end. Uh, we're your air boat. Yeah, no, I'm uh, from Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, Isle of Dogs, Isle of Dogs mate. mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> near Canary yeah, so Wharf. Canary yeah. Wharf. Yeah, we're near like Canary Wharf sides over there. Okay. Within we're, the sound of the Bow Bells. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, listen. Bef- before we let you go, man, I appreciate obviously you joining us. What What's next for you? You got any dates booked? Because I'm seeing all the tour dates now. Like yeah, over yeah. the last few weeks, I'm seeing all the big festivals and. The live events starting to open up. Are you have you got anything booked? Well, nothing at the moment booked because I'm just working on releasing some new um, stuff coming out. So, but that now in terms of like the book, I'm gonna be actually actually this week coming. We're gonna be going into sort now to see what live events coming up. That yeah, I can because I'm constantly like my live shows constantly outside the UK. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, so most of your live shows are back. Okay. Yeah. So um. In terms of like that, I haven't seen anything yet since the the other last two were cancelled um, in in January for me. I it's, was like, all right, cool. Wow. It's hard to know, right? It's hard. Like, do you you do you think that we're all gonna like? Because it obviously it's all booked for September. Do you think they're all gonna happen? You know what? I feel like there's always something coming up. Yeah. I yeah. Like yeah. I agree. And I heard that I won't be allowed to travel on, unless I have a COVID passport. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm paranoid already. And I don't know. At the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'll have to see. I, I feel, I don't know. I feel like I'll have to just wait and see in it. I feel like this, as it gets closer to the time, they come with something. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're right. Every time we think we're going to be cool, it's like, it's another strain or it's another bullshit. You know, I've seen in some of your videos that no, you I'm like to sure. dance. No, but uh, by seeing some of your videos that you like to dance, so I think we're going to take it back to knowledge because before we go, he just needs to update you on if you are going to go for the vaccine, what it might result in. So um, knowledge, if you like to just... Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, man. Thanks for reminding me. Um, Kashane, did you know that? Well, you probably already know. He's part, he's part of us and he's one of the men the minute he knows, man. That if you take the vaccine, it, it makes you lose your rhythm. I heard, I heard about this whole sterile shit. Sterile? <laughs> what? We was like, it loses oh, your rhythm. Wow. He was like, I heard about this sterile shit. Let's get serious. Yeah, yeah. Really? You take the vaccine, yeah. 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 Like, there's, there's a couple of videos out of people trying to bogle <laughs> after they've taken it, and it's all yeah, it's over. All the over place, it's bro. all elbows. It's all elbows. All elbows, bogling with the elbow, and, that lot, and it's just horrid, bro. Yeah. Someone yeah. tries to you someone tries to butterfly and they dislocate their knee. Huh? Have any one of you taken a vaccine yet? No, nah, nah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still got good nah. rhythm. Yeah, we've yeah. all got rhythm. I'm on the same energy with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, if good. if you do, if you do try to butterfly after you you um take the vaccine, you can dislocate your uh, kneecaps. Uh, uh, I mean, bruh, I'm paranoid right now, and I don't even know like with the whole vaccine thing and them came talking about the Luciferian stuff and all that. So I'm like, bruh, hear what? I research and what I've seen. If, even if it's even if that's not the case, I'm just kind of like second guessing right now. So for me, um, I, I'll just try and avoid as much as I can not taking a vaccine. They say I won't have a choice eventually because they're gonna corner up everyone. <laughs> I'm like, mm. well, until then. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm with yeah, you as man. well, bro. Until until like until you have to. I think the international travel, like you said, is the one way they're gonna get people mm. because they're saying yeah. you can't leave the country unless yeah. you have it. That's that's what. Where about, what about a private jet thing though? <laughs> no, 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 I'm hearing private jets. Uh, you can still get on them without the vaccine. I feel like even with private jet, it's still the same. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is. Yeah, because passport I, control. We oh. still got to go for passport. No, control. I'm just saying. I'm not going to put out any sources. I'm just saying people have been flying and oh, they've of course not they got have. The yeah, private airports and yeah, stuff as well. Yeah. So, so it, it, yes and no, but if you got enough money to to book or rent yeah, yeah, yeah. or jump I on a jump on with someone that's already flying somewhere, maybe get dropped off, then there might be an option, but. It, at the end of the day, whatever you do, it's going to be more money than you've ever paid to go go out of the country. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> but it's not even yeah. worth it for a normal. Even if we went to go to Amsterdam, we'd have to come back now and we'd have to quarantine with them in their hotels, paying. Yeah. I think it's like one thousand seven hundred each. That's dead. What? Yeah. Oh, let me talk to Pharrell. Let me talk to Pharrell. I need to talk to him about a collaboration anyway. So let me talk to him. Man. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Bro, I ain't on that price bracket yet, so I'm just be like, mm. yeah. I mean, but when you are, don't forget us, too. <laughs> I, I, I'm a very humble person, you know, definitely. Now we appreciate you coming back, man, and we appreciate your time. Before before we let you go as well, like I know we said that four times now, but um, <laughs> where can people follow you, man? Where's the best place for people to follow you? Okay, and so you can follow me on Instagram at Krishane's K R I S H A N E. Twitter, the same. YouTube, Crescene Official. I mean, if, even if you type in Crescene, you still get it. Facebook, Crescene, Crescene Official. It's the same. Everywhere. Um, you type me on Google, Crescene. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, by the way, not Crescene. 
Pick yeah, yeah. Not Krishan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I the only one that's ever said that? Is that, oh. is that just me? There was loads of people in, in Birmingham calling me Krishan. I was like, yo, okay, man, stop calling me Krishan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to lie. I think we've been saying that all week leading up to yeah, your Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we've been saying Krishan. that. Yeah, I know, man. I'm, oh, it's my, it's me. I started it. It's my bad. My bad. But we know now. We know now. We we'll, 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 we won't do it again. My bad. My Sean, bad. You know, like it's K R I S H A U N. A U N. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, listen, well, we'll let you go. Enjoy the rest of your day. Let us know when the merch is dropping, man. I wanna, I want, I wanna, I wanna jump over. I wanna, I wanna. It's, it's a whole tracky. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I didn't even realize it's the whole thing. It's a whole tracky. The thing different, bro. It's a whole track. <laughs> but it's an experience, isn't it? It's an experience. A royalty. Living like a royalty. When's the website? When's the when when is have you got a website already? Say that again. Is, have you got a website already? For the I haven't put out anything yet. That's what I'm saying. I'm just oh, man. this is the exclusive. This All right, bro. Yeah, this, is like, this is like prototype. So I'm just kind of been like trying to like live with it and see how it is. Like it's very warm, definitely. <laughs> It's at the same time, it's like boom, very nicely colored, saturated, nice, healthy look and appearance and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> on road, yeah, and the only thing is, though, if you're running from the feds, you're going to get caught out. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but please, please put that in the description on the website, like you know, in the, the disclaimer, just put a disclaimer on the website. If don't you're running, from, if you're running from, if the you're feds. running from the feds, if if you're shot, if you're a shutter, if you're shot in, <laughs> don't use this, don't don't wear it. <laughs> but, no, but, but what about what about that? Sh- you can do a shutter's version, which is reversible. They just like pull something off and that's it. The Boom. dark, you know, he's got the dark version, isn't it? He's got the dark version. He said, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to influence." Anyone. <laughs> 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 they, they got money though, so investments. <laughs> I mean, bro, man, that, that's a whole different thing. I, I, I feel like I don't want to take on that headache. <laughs> <laughs> You need some like you need some hidden pockets, you know, some hidden like hidden zips. No, <laughs> no X, X, X out that shank I said. No, 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 no,